Evening, everyone. Welcome along to the Understarters Orders podcast. I'm Rayson Telf, and I'm joined with Luke tonight and Don. And D- well, if you've got your bingo cards out, Declan is fashionably late, so um, you can mark that one off already. How are we doing, Luke? Don? Oh, good, Chris. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, weekend's racing, looking ahead. Is it as good as last weekend's? Probably not. Um, we'll still try and pick winners. Uh, how was your DARF, boys, Luke? It was a quiet one for me. I didn't back too many, but it was mm. good, yeah. Great weekend. Great to be there. Yeah. I saw, we'll probably come to it when we do our little review in a minute, but good time, Johnny. Um, there's a, a few sniffing things. He didn't really jump very well, though, did he, Luke? No, he didn't. Um, but yeah, he was left with plenty to do, I'd imagine. The Kim yeah. Muir might be under targets for him not to be surprised Don what about yourself DRF yeah quite a quiet Sunday I was more invested in the muscle brand the Sunday um, but yeah. I, had, I had three or four on Saturday really enjoyed it a few disappointments across the weekend which I'm sure we'll come on to um, yeah. but a couple of impressive winners as well Chris 100% Yeah. I had a nice journey up to Newcastle on Sunday well I say nice you know I don't you go up there, you, we were racing the first race, and the wind was absolutely shocking. Like, we were drawn four out of 12 in our race, and literally, Sheba was caught on the outside, and the wind was just awful coming across, and nothing was finishing down that end. And then a bit later on, Henry Hawk goes and wins, like, from draw two, and that just looked above, way above the standard in, in that race. Um, but it was a long journey for a fruitless victory, but we'll... Go back to the drawing board and hopefully, you know, next time Shiva can put her best foot forward. But it was a, it was a long, a long journey. Good to meet the the members of the of the syndicate. Obviously, it's always good. Um, and it was a nice, you know, the track is. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Newcastle, but dear me, you need your binoculars there. It's hard work. It's hard yes. work at Newcastle to see them. Um, yeah. Not, a, I wouldn't say it's good for the purists anyway. Newcastle. Um, I think the jumps course would probably be a little bit better in the light because in the dark, you can't see anything. Although it was very, very difficult. Uh, stick to wolves. So that's, that's my main thing anyway. Uh, come the end of the podcast, um, Don, you've got um, a scummy double. So keep an eye on that. The scummy, scummy double from Don. And Luke's got four from Dundalk. The Sandman from Dundalk. He's going to give us one. One at a very juicy price as well. Don, uh, Deck, sorry, will be joining us. He's fashionably late, washing his hair. He's probably finished up the pod, uh, the tap with Andy, who can't be here tonight. He's up early for Berlin in the morning. So if you don't see Andrew tonight, um, that's where he is. He's he's on. He's getting an early night. He's up very, very early to go to Berlin. Uh, we're going to crack on. Evening to Richard Stott in the chat. If you've got any messages about the DRF, because we're going to have a look at the DRF and do a little review of it, um, first of all. Anything that you noticed in there, get that in the chat. We'll have a look at it ourselves. And then we're going to look at four races later, one from Warwick and three from Newbury a little bit later, where it's not as competitive as last weekend. Well, I say that because some of the races weren't competitive with the DRF, in a sense. Some of them were really put in the places, weren't they? Um, and there was a few surprises, but we'll get on to that DRF review straight away. Um, the first race we want to take a look back at is that Nathaniel Lacey. I mean, I mean, fantastic you know, coup for the podcast and and also the tap because Andy did put up Dancing City on that. He gave it us at 22 to 1, a winner for the pod. Um, he spotted that Ballyburn and Slade Steel form, definitely. Um, 
Would you trust that horse again? Possibly the Albert Barler. I don't know. All the rage was really around Jatara, who eventually was third, despite, you know, Rachel, she lost the stirrups, didn't she? Ground was soft. They were getting through it. Uh, it didn't look like dead ground, I thought, and the hurdles track on the day did ride a little bit slower than the chairs track. Um, but Dancing City, very nice winner to kick us off. What did you make of that victory, um, Don? I think the bit that impressed me most was there was a point coming in the last two furlongs. He looked done. Mm. Jumps three out wasn't great. But the longer that race went on, it just ground and ground and ground. It was quite impressive. And if you look at the distance, I think back from the first two, they, they just yeah. pulled away. Um, and it wasn't like some of those, the ground where we're getting at Christmas time, where they were pulling away at daft distances. I thought they'd done great. I think some of them will probably be a bit better for that run. Um, mm. Would you trust them again, like you said? I'm not entirely sure. But you definitely got your money's worth if you followed Andy in on Saturday. I, and I tell you what, um, brave to, to get yourself back up in the almost in the shadows of the post. Yeah, he's uh, Andy comes good at these meetings. I mean, Reggie's in the chat there. Andy, Reggie knows this. Andy comes good at these meetings. He always finds one or two. And he kicked things off with a great one. What did you make of it, um, Luke? Yeah, it was just as Andy called it. Danny go out, he popped out, and then Rachel wasn't happy with the gallop, so she went on. Mm. Danny took the lead. Danny's a great judge of pace, and once he kind of he just nudged um, Paul out on the bend after the second last, you were thinking Andy's on here. But then Predator's Gold didn't lie down at the same time. The two of them pulled clear. Um, he's a real Albert Bartlett type of profile doesn't he plenty of experience he's seven i wouldn't be sure they hold up the form but you can't knock him going into the Albert Bartley. he has that kind of that profile that lots of the winners have tough yeah cheers boys uh yeah in particular i was just i was impressed with his attitude and that was the biggest thing i think uh and he, he called it very well andrew you know he is a genius, as Reggie's just mentioned there. And I remember um, I, t I tweeted it, Declan tweeted it. He is a genius, Andy. He's a very good judge. And that's why we have him on the podcast. We've been doing it for a while now. And he's great. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a great lad. And it's great to see them on the tap now doing really well as well. Uh, next race have a look at there is the McCann Fitzgerald Spring Juvenile Hurdle. And a little disappointed in Storm Heart here, in a sense. Um, but take nothing away from Car Jess, who, you know, Danny Mullins getting the double up here. As you know, she's improved for the first run. She was kind of keen on that first run too. A lovely trip, travelled well. Certainly now looks a strong contender for the triumph. And I, I was taking a look at Majbra. Now, I weren't there, and I don't know whether you two lads were there, but looked like a massive horse. They look huge. Um, and I think he would be one going forward that I think you'd take out of that race. Had to try and do it from the front, really, Majbra. And definitely, I think, could be the best of those going forward, for me, anyway. Uh, but I don't see any of these here touching Sergino in, on the triumph form, anyway. Um, what do you think, lads? No, it's kind of hard to see them getting near Sergino. Like, it's probably a more competitive race than Sergino's ever running. There was mm. plenty of decent horse in it, but there wasn't a standout going in. Cargessi, this, she was good. She came on plenty from Christmas. Um, as you said, Majbura kind of bopped out, done the donkey work himself. Big horse, yeah. big scope. He, he loved them hurdles. He'd be even better over fence. Um, like I thought, um, 
there is one horse to take out the race. It was Ethical Diamond of Willie Mullins. Um, it's mm. got a quiet ride to say the least. I'll be keeping an eye on that wherever it goes next. I don't know whether they'll be um, put him away and come back next year maybe as a supreme horse or they might keep going down the four-year-old route. If they played plenty of money for him after he won a maiden here. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the best of them. Yeah. Cheers, mate. I just noted a comment there from Scotty. You allowed Stormart to be fair for that. I think what kind of swayed it for the... I mean, visually, the run last time was very impressive and the fact that Paul got on board, I think... Not indicated that price, um, but for me, it was. It's a race that I would. I don't. I'm not really looking into the form of. I just don't think any of them would get anywhere near Sergino here. But it was. It was good to see Car Jess improve from that first run. Did you make anything of it, Don? I was just delighted to get on the seventy-one the night before. Me and Lucky <laughs> both put up the same horse, and I'm yeah. standing that muscle, but I'm watching the price plummet. It did tail off at seventy-two four to one. Um, I th- I thought it was a great price, seven months. I was really happy with the run. I didn't fancy mm-hmm. Stormheart at the price. And I and I tell you what, that Majbara, a four-year-old, see if he grows into that frame, he could be a fucking monster, an absolute beast. Good I don't lad. think we'll do much with him the rest of this season. I don't know, interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens. But yeah. If he grows into that frame and he doesn't get injured, as can happen with those mm-hmm. types, um, he might be an utter unit, but uh, yeah, for me, I was—I don't think there's anything from that race I'm overly delighted about, apart from the fact that I got the sevens. I don't think I'm a yeah, jumper. No, I'm no. down forward from that, no. Yeah, I mean, Majbur, I think obviously it's going to be further down the line. I think we really see the best of him. I think he'd make a yeah, great yeah. six-year-old, you know, going maybe going chasing there. But you know, I mean, we'll talk it like the here and now. Um, for the triumph market anyway. I don't think any of those would be worrying Sergino anyway, standing in his box there, I don't think. Um, just some messages there in the chat there. Reggie's put the horse to take from the race, didn't run. <laughs> like that, Reggie. Who's that? Go and tell us. Uh, Andy has been called everything from genius to rain man from Jason. Yeah, rain man. I can see that. A couple of great shouts to end the Saturday card, yeah. He got the b- bumper winner too, didn't he? So that's another massive shout for, for Andrew. Uh, we'll have a look at the next race, though, which was the Irish Arkle, obviously. I mean, disappointing here. Obviously, we don't need to say, because everyone else has mentioned about how poor Marie National was. One of the biggest disappointments of the weekend, and Barry Connell stating it was the ground. For me, I don't know about you two, lads, but I'm not buying that for one minute. The horse looked to be going backwards, jumped a little awkwardly. I thought his legs was a bit skew with at some of them. Faded rather tamely as well. Maybe a breathing issue, possibly, do you think, lads? I would be going with that more than the ground. I thought he looked pumped. I thought he looked yeah. absolutely pumped. He looked like mm-hmm. a horse, and we know that's not the horse we've seen before. But he looked like a horse that ran for the first time in a year and a half. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I mean, I think he's he's putting a finger on the ground. But depending mm-hmm. on what interview you've seen or what you've heard them say, I think he's a little bit up in the air. He's a bit. I don't know. They were still waiting for blood results and things like that to come back, weren't they? So. I don't know. I think the fact that I think he's a massive drift in the Arco now, so that's interesting. I'd like to think he's back fighting fit for that. But if you're on at um, if you're on at silly prices, well, I had the double, so I'm not on anymore. But if you were on at silly prices, anti post, you'd be concerned now, would you not? Yeah, I think you had to be. You have to be. He's drifted out to nine to four now. You know, from being odds on. Um, I think there's always a few people talking whether he even goes to Cheltenham. I, mean, I think there'd be 
they have to go there, don't they, Luke? If he's all yeah, right, he'll, t- he'll turn up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He was disappointed. Like I didn't really like his head carriage up the straight. It's kind of mm. high, which might suggest the wind. I have a problem. Um, like they put the tongue tie on him too. There, Christmas mm. wasn't put on for design. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a W one beside his name at Cheltenham. Yeah. Yeah, I've just seen Reggie's comment about the horse he mentioned, Nurburgring. I remember Declan putting that up on the tap, actually, Nurburgring one weekend. That's a Joseph O'Brien horse, very, very interesting horse. Not, I'm not overlooking it, I just think that Sergino is head and shoulders above them, mate. I could see Nurburgring definitely like following them in. Nurburgring, not I mean, a couple of different entries. Yeah, possibly, yes. Horse I um, like as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you've got to, you've got to look from that marine national form as well that the supreme form now is looking pretty piss poor isn't it it's really really poor Fasel Vega was you know obviously campaigned over the wrong trip there yeah. I mean let's not take anything away from Milete Tom because Danny got the three timer up didn't he he really galvanized him over the last you know and I, I thought founder 50 was very gutsy in defeat that was a really good run I thought he yeah. just um you know he confirmed that visual impression the creator when he beat my mate Mozzie. um and obviously, we mentioned Fasil Vega as well. I mean, where do they go with Fasil Vega, do you think, next, uh, Luke? Oh, I'd say they'll go to the Turners. But just there, like, yeah. on the Marine National Supreme form, like, all these horses are kind of the same horses that ran in that race last year. Mm. So, like, Ilete Thompson's back at fourth, wasn't he? I don't know. I'd just put a line straight through that with Marine National. Yeah. Ah, there's Declan, the man himself is here. If you've got fashionably late on your bingo card, he's here. <laughs> Dob that off. Uh, uh, Deck, we were just going over some of the, the DRF reviews. How was the DRF for you, mate? Uh, I had a good time. Um, I think Luke had a good time as well. For, um, <laughs> uh, I had a good time, I remember it all. <laughs> uh, I, look, I really enjoyed the two days. Um, it was packed on Saturday, but great atmosphere. A lot of people giving out. Um, like I don't, I think people just like to give out these days. I don't know what to expect, but they probably weren't caught kind of cold. Um, I don't go racing to drink points. I go to pub to drink points. I have a point or a couple of points when I'm racing. Mm. You know, if if you're constantly queuing for points, what what do you expect? Like, you know, it's, yeah. a race meeting on outside, and you can't get a drink. Uh at Cheltenham either Jordan racing like I have a few points before racing I stop uh, at about one o'clock toilets at Cheltenham on Friday forget about it forget mm-hmm. about it you can't get in at all the toilets I was upstairs a lot of the day at Leveson but the toilets were they were probably bad they can be mm-hmm. I don't know like punches down put on um like not part of those but they, they have little cabins where you can go for a piss and that's Maybe uh, Leopardstown gonna have to have a look at something like that, but I just think people like to have a moan. I thought it was a great weekend. There was really good horses on show. It, you know, all the favourites didn't go in. I heard just discussing Marine National there. Yeah, really dominated. Personally, I think everyone else has to raise raise their level. He set the bar now, and that's why sport improves. You know, when Man United were dominating the Premier League. Ready, you know, ready gonna handicap them. Mm. Like, you know, you, you can only you can only play seven players. He didn't have any of that. Like, you know, sometimes people come along and 
and they raise the bar and it's up to everyone else. And look, he has, you know, Irish racing got to a point. It, it was absolutely brilliant a few years ago where um, Gordon had a good go with him in the in the championship and it went down to Punchestown. It was brilliant because they were showing everything at it. Other trainers are just going to have to step up. It's, it's as simple as that. But racing's also, you know, it's not just about the grade ones. There were yeah. some brilliant handicaps there. Um, I do think the the old um, oh, what's it called the old Labrook or the Pierce mm. Hurdle is a little bit lost now. It's it's kind of people. It's in a weekend with so much top class racing that people don't realise what race it is. And I suppose that's you know a credit to how high the quality of racing it is. People, one minute people are saying the racing is shy, and then the next minute. They didn't realize that was the whole Pierce hurdle because the racing's so good around it. Like, yeah, yeah, people just want to moan. But uh, I had a really good time. Um, plenty oh, English. Oh, oh, fucking too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was loads. It just there, there always was a lot of English that came over. Um, even before the, the DRF, when it was a standalone mm. meeting on Sunday, and you, you do meet great people. Um, I had chats with English people british people scottish Welsh, like all day long all weekend and uh met some some great people uh yeah i, I really enjoyed it i thought it was, it was absolutely brilliant I, I don't really know what people are moaning about to be honest it's like man, but... you know you, fairy house is great at easter grand national day is, is deadly but the drf has put itself there with cheltenham and punchestown oh yeah like they are there was a question that I retweeted the other day, Declan, about what is what is the festival that you would say is just behind Cheltenham that everyone wants to be at? And you'd say I, DRF now, wouldn't you? Um, I think the best festival to go to is, is probably Punchestown. Punchestown mm. has such a unique atmosphere. You've even in meetings, the summer's on the horizon, you've grade one racing, and and the atmosphere is like no other. It's it's nice and relaxed. There's a lovely buzz about Punchestown. Even if you're not there, there's something about being able to come home from work and there's a great one going off on the telly. And it's just I think at Punchestown you can nearly feel the atmosphere through the telly. And it's unique. It's not as tense. Mm. And I just think it's it's lovely. Punchestown, it's just it's a different feeling. It, it's so good to go to. Um the Dublin Racing Festival, the two days. It's it's tense, like um yeah. look, there's there's nothing like Cheltenham, let's be honest. We all mm. get together at Cheltenham, apart from you, Chris. Um most of us get together at Cheltenham. We're on holidays at Cheltenham, which ma- which makes it even better again. You know, mm. you're away, you don't care. You you know, you know when you're on holidays, like you just don't care. You'll worry about it next month. <laughs> uh, you go to the chipper at one AM and uh... I, I think that's what Add to Chelem. I don't think Chelem wouldn't be the same for me if I had to go home after it. Yeah, I'm not in LA for a week. Like that's what <laughs> makes it extra special. And I, I think the fact that so many Irish, like this way, there's so many British coming out for the Dublin Race Festival now. Oh yeah, yeah. The Chelem, it's kind of what makes it. And mm. like I was only saying to Luke the other day, a fairy house that when you're hot walking around Chatham, someone hears your accent, they're asking you for a tip, like, you know what you're talking about, just because you're Irish, like, it is, it, yeah. it's it's a great buzz, it's a great week, and obviously, the racing is there as well, but, anyone who hasn't been to, to, to Punchestown, 
it's it's unique. What do you think, Louis? Yeah, and with punch sound, like you can go out for the there's like oh, there's everything at punch sound, like there's that um the hunt race on the Friday, there's the cross country yeah. race mm-hmm. where you can go out to Ruby's double and stuff. It's different, and like with punch sound, it's so big. Like through the rest of the year, you it gets a bit lost the atmosphere, but for the week in punch sound for the festival, like it's packed and it's buzzing the whole time. Yeah, and you say you can feel it through the telly, that yeah. Uh I just think. They, they've moved them um, the Wednesday and the Thursday to earlier starting times this year, only by an hour. Yeah. But it, I think it's, um, I think Sean was saying it's, it's to give the coaches a chance to get home, like, you know, a bit earlier. Mm. Um, yeah. I just thought, you know, the, the day I go to Tuesday and Friday every year, mm. the days you're not there, even though, yeah, you're rushing, you're leaving more clipper, you're getting home to grade one on the telly, like, you know, it, <laughs> it's deadly, half five, grade one. It, it's just, it's a nice time of the year. Summer's coming. Booking, you know. The Guineas is on the Saturday, but not me, you know. Still, it's the last of the jumps. You're just clinging on. But yeah. the, the buzz, and it's beside a big town, like nice, a big enough town. It's good crack. And it's just, there's, there's, sometimes I feel, I don't take this the wrong way. Sometimes I feel at a big event in Britain, it's kind of, it's simmering a bit. I, I think, and records will probably show, you're, you're not far away from trouble or a fight, you know. Well, I agree with that, Dad. It does feel yeah. like that. Yep, it's never like that in Ireland. Now, no. um, Ginger Joe did say someone, there was a bit of an incident in the Clayton. I mm. said, was he, I just asked, was he English? Like, you know, <laughs> I, a, I was like, kind of, I was like, oops, was I talking out loud there? I think he was, but. It's not like Punch is telling you, I don't think you'd ever get anything. Yeah. I've never seen a fight at a, in an Irish race course. Mm. Um, but that's, I can't wait for Punch Down, to be honest. It's, yeah. Richard so, Hogan in the it's chat. Hard, it's hard to explain the atmosphere that Punch is down because yeah. it has everything. It's relaxed, but it's grade one and it's just the crack is 90. Like that. Like you could not say a horse at Punch Down. Yeah. It's <laughs> and have a great time. Nice one, Dak. Uh, yeah, Richard Ogan just put in the chat there. The Punchstown enclosure is much bigger than Leopardstown. Yeah, oh, so. like Punchstown is around the parade ring of Punchstown. It'd be it's bigger than Cheltenham. Like it's it's vast. Now they fill yeah. it up week with like um vans and stuff like you know, but it, it's a vast space they have. That's why it can look so empty on even on big days, like you yeah. know. It, you, you could have nice heaving and you got all those people up putting the punch down look empty like you know it is it's punch town is is huge um it is much bigger than like i don't know what well you get maybe you would you i don't even know if you'd get twenty thousand into into punch town a couple of years ago mm. when honeysuckle won the champion hurdle there was forty thousand in punch town like it's so it's over twice the size i'd say Cheers, boys. Uh, carry on here. We'll have a look at these DRF races. We we're touching on Marine Nationale anyway, Deck. And uh, Luke highlighted that you know, thinks his head carriage is a little high. Maybe there is a breathing, breathing issue. Would you say that? I, I've no doubt there's a breathing issue. Like the tongue tie, it wasn't on for the crack, like you know, it wasn't yeah. because he likes the feel of it. Um, but I thought that the stress signals were out a lot earlier. I oh, yeah, I, I, I. 
when I watched him jump the first, I kind of went, ooh, that, that's not him. Like, you know, yeah. I thought, I, I didn't think he jumped at all. Not the way he did that. Like, the way he jumped out of heavy ground on the 27th was breathtaking. Mm. On debut. And he, he wasn't, he went down to the first, he kind of ballooned it a bit. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything. Well, Barry uh, Cuddle's come out and said it was the ground. And I'm, I'm not buying that for a minute. I think it already can change, but he won a Royal Bond on Botanist. He, he won yeah. his most ah. impressive performance ever was probably his beginner shape performance. That was on heavy mm. ground. I, I, I don't, I, it was it was too early. Like If you don't go and you don't go on it. Yeah. But it's the way he jumped the force. Mm. Not after the 27th, unless, unless he'd done something on the 27th. And there's an underlying issue there. Unless he yeah. went so hard himself, he hurt himself and it never showed. Yeah. But him and he wasn't himself. And Fasal Vega, I'd, I'd be getting ready. I'd back him for Cheltenham now. Like, if he's going to the tournaments, I'd be backing him. Yeah. He, he must have nightmares about Leopardstown. Like, should <laughs> we, we said this? Like, I, I was taking him on about where he was going because I don't think he likes Leopardstown. So, um, can he run? I didn't even see him in the race. I never, mm. I don't think I yeah. looked in months, like, you know, he yeah. must fucking hate the place. Yeah. I, I'd say he hurt himself in the Timwell Novice Hurdle last year. Yeah. And he, he just, he goes there and he's like, oh, not this fucking place not again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sod this. Don't want this. All right, cheers, boys. Uh, let's have a look at the, uh, the other, the other race on the Saturday. The last one is the Irish Gold Cup. I mean, only four runners, not sure we learnt much, but an absolutely beautiful performance from Gallop under Sean. Um, Don, what do you make of that one? Just nice to see him follow up what happened the race before that. I, I was reading mm. Twitter the morning of, and it was just, well, fr from a lot of the Twitter people that I've got, they were just bog sack deep on fast or slow. It's ridiculous. He's this price. He's this, he's that, he's that, he's this. And... Mm. The man came out and done it again. Um, I mean, do we, you compare it to some of the others, um, even Brucio on the Sunday, Ballybum, some of the rest of the winners, State Man, you think, okay, he may have never done it as impressive as the rest of them, but he never needed to. Um, I was no. just happy to see him follow up the previous one and fuck it, he wins the Gold Cup. I don't care what anybody says, I will not be convinced either way. I can't wait to the Friday Cheltenham. Mm. Dad, were you as impressed? Impressive? Me? Um, he, he, he was flat. I thought he was out-jumped on a lot of the fences. Down the back, I thought he was going to be beaten. But then he just fucking ran away from fast or so. Um, yeah. I don't think he was himself. He wasn't on his toes in the ring. And he didn't jump like the horse he jumps like when he's on his toes. Yeah. But the way he just ran away from him was was impressive. Like that's a good horse he beat. Um, at this stage now, you know, if if I'm not on the winner, you're like, well, yeah. I do the gentleman's game. Gentleman's game. Yeah, kind of hoping he just goes and, and wins it, and because he looks like a proper horse, like the closest yeah. thing we've seen to Carlos there, maybe. Do you know what I mean? He, he captures your imagination. Yeah. I bottle one too, and nobody gave a fuck apart from me. Um, <laughs> you know, like 
will never get the credit he deserves. But exuberant horses like Galvin de Shams, they grab people's attention and you kind of hope and he goes on. And, and, we, and we live in the time of another great one. Yeah. Luke, do anything to add to that? Uh, not really. Like, he just bounced out and made all. Faster, slow, gave him a few lengths at the start. He got close to her and in, and you're thinking, oh, he's going to make a race of it once he got to the near side. But yeah. just pulled away over the last. This deck was saying, like, faster, slow, jump class around behind him. Mm. Gaining on him each time, and JJ was able to fill him up each time, taking him back after each fence. But, yeah, just pulled away after the last. Cheers, boys. Uh, yeah, good performance. Uh, come over to Sunday now, and we'll have a look at well, big, 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 big races on that day. The Labrooks Novices Chase obviously went down, was a bit of a depleted field, disappointing Gallic Warrior, but Factor Fal, you know, comes into that category of absolutely could be anything. I mean, it may only be two runners, but you have to be impressed with this. I thought he has to surely go well in the Turners. We think he goes to Turners, maybe, boys. Um, to be honest, right, I, I, I haven't seen the times of this race, right, but mm -hmm. I heard they were absolutely ridiculous for a match. And I, I totally forgive, I totally forgive um, Gaelic Warrior to run because he must have went way too hard too early. And I'd say when Paul went to get a breeder into him, back of foil, just, just went by him and yeah. took that lead like it wasn't a match race, like it was a big field and just picked it up. And he obviously has a big engine. It was a big, big performance for him, from him but probably a questionable ride on, on Gaelic Warrior. Um, I'm not sure it would turn out the same again, particularly if it was right-handed. Let's be honest, Gaelic Warrior, the jumping's an issue. He shouldn't be going left-handed. Um, yeah. He'd probably go, if he skipped Sheldon, he would absolutely bolt up in the old Powers Gold Cup or Fairy House. But... No, I don't know what to make of that race. Um, it was clearly a big, big performance. Match races are hard to form big opinions on and, and carry mm. them forward. But he, I, I think he said a stupid gallop for a two-horse race. Yeah. Paid the price. Paid the price pretty early. I think time will tell, but, you know, possibly Factor Fal could make up into something like a Gold Cup contender in the future, maybe. But time will only tell that, won't it? And obviously, another performance similar to that, but of against you know opposition that don't like throw in the towel a little bit like Gallic did. So we'll we'll definitely stand him in good stead going forward. Let's see what happens if he goes to Cheltenham. Um, Luke, what did you make of it? In fact, the file was very good. Like such an unraced horse, like, there is no problem. He's so quiet in behind, sand behind Gaelic Warriors tried to get that break in mark just came up alongside him wasn't happy <laughs> went by him and that was the end of it he took it up about four out it was like a schooling session then for four out like he just went yeah. by himself went along done went about his business like where do you go with him now because like, obviously that was a big performance but you would have liked to see in gaelic warrior test him a bit more at the same time it, it's mad to think that he would go slower early in the turners than he did in that race. Mm. He'll probably walk in the turners and it could, could turn into a bit of a dash. Yeah. And that could possibly be, the beating, be the beating of him. Whereas yeah. he turned up in a match race and, and they should have walked. Mm. If they 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 could have walked from us and get a warrior just run away from him, but he's yeah. broken. I I, it, it, I think it was a terrible ride. 
Boys, thanks. Uh, what about the uh, next race on the card here? This the Derby Sale, the Novice Hurdle, uh, and obviously probably one of the most, you know, scintillating performances. I think was a Ballyburn, you know, most impressive for me over the weekend. The question though on everybody's lips, and I've heard it on a few um, other podcasts. I've seen it on on X. Where does he go? I mean, I, I remember Andrew tweeting that. Can we can we just say that he is a, a supreme horse? But people think that he'd be better over the two mile five in the Baron Bingham. I've I've actually deleted the photo of Baron Bingham. I need to get him back up now. It's silly me. Um, what do we what what do we make then? Come on, supreme, or or would you go Baron Bingham? I mean, just reflect on that performance first. It was scintillating, wasn't it, Don? I think though. I think we need to take into consideration here, Chris, is and the way the market's moved in the Supreme, it's not just based on what Bally Bum, it's what some of them have done. Jericho Durepine was less than impressive. Dick mm. will probably send me abuse in a minute over the phone when I talk about Far and Glory. He burst, Dan. What? He burst. He burst. He burst, yeah. He did. Yeah, he, he bled, so just that's mm. I know, I know, that's I know. Again, what I'm saying is the market is reflecting what the rest of them done, not just what Bally Bum done. Would I be diving in at 74? I'll be honest with you, I'd normally say no. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. There's a few more I want to see see run. But if he is going to go anywhere, fuck it, stick him with Supreme. Stick yeah, I'm, I'm, Supreme. I've just seen a comment in the, in the chat there saying easy option, option is the Supreme. <laughs> I, I Couldn't the Baron Bingham really cut up, though, and that be a real... I mean, I mean, he's beaten, um, he's beaten the uh, the, the Rob Cohorse. Oh my God, top of my head, Sledsteel. He's beaten Sledsteel Slade before. Steel. He could go there and only eight turn up in that. And then Mullins has got other ones in the Supreme, like Mystical Power. I mean, yeah, but he he's absolutely suited by the end and gallop of of a Supreme. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Is that where I, you would be going then, Deck Supreme? I call Supreme him, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 He, yeah. He, he could he could make all of Supreme as well. I said that if he took a lead, like the stronger the pace, the further he went. Yeah. What do you make, Luke? Anything from you? I uh, completely agree. Just let him loose there in the Supreme. Mm. Let him loose in the Supreme. Uh, Dublin Chase, El Fabiolo, impressive as usual. What else can we say about that horse? You know, sensational. What do we make? Ah, look, he's, he's, they say how sensational he is when he's fucking getting done by Captain Guinness with 20 yards to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's paddling prime for the line then. It'll just come and just come in time. He's prime. you got the third sure, shot there yeah. for Captain Guinness. Are you, are you going to be uh, playing Captain Guinness to any Cheltenham Ackers deck this year? Venezuela, no. <laughs> um, I, I, I backed him already. He doesn't have to go into any Venezuela. No, I actually haven't done a uh, an anti-post Venezuelan, but yeah, I do one. I'll be doing one each day over there. Ah, oh, sure, he'll go into it. Yeah, if it's That's fast, well, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it that morning. The last two Wednesdays, it's been pissing rain. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, if uh, if it's look, and I see. He hasn't had his ground over there. Maybe, yeah. ooh, I don't even think he got his ground in the Supreme where fucking Elixir Danae knocked him over. Um, yeah. 
I don't think he's ever got his ground over there. So mm-hmm. he gets fast ground. He's a different animal. Now, he was poor. He never jumped. And may, may, I don't know whether it was ground. He, he wasn't himself. And he actually stayed on a little bit. They, they yeah. went around the last. But um, he, I thought he, he struggled down the back straight, which is not like him. So he, he'll need, they'll need to get him right. And, and that's slightly, slightly off topic, Dick. Do you remember the yeah. year uh, Somerville Boy won the Supreme Native River won the Gold Cup? It was it was near enough a fucking bog all week. The way this weather has been way. this year, that's what we're going to see in March. You can, oh, wow. you, you, you yeah. can put a bet on me now. We're going to see soft all week. Do you think we're going to have a, a storm? I, 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 I... I have money with you, he has it, he gets the house in. Oh. He has the fucking, I the can't just, like, it was not last year, the year before. We walked out with Cheltenham on the Tuesday night and he started the water. And we were like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 we all, it was going to rain. It started to rain Tuesday night. Wednesday, yeah. it never stopped raining. And the cunt housed. On, as you were Spring leaving, <laughs> as you were walking out of the course on the Tuesday, the sprinklers were on. And we were like, it's going to fucking rain. And then we <laughs> think we were back in the first pub we got it fucking rain and when they never stopped raining. Yeah. Is that the is that the year where the bumper was like delayed? Yeah, there was water on the track. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you'd call, and you'd have called it yielding in Ireland, wouldn't you? <laughs> We'd have just got the sweep brush and brushed the water off the track. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, final one to look at was obviously um, champion hurdle um, over in Ireland. It was statement once again electric. Followed up his defeat of Honeysuckle in the race last year by dishing out a sound beating um, to a top class stable mate. You know, uh, what do you make of this? I mean, the problem is that there's an even more outstanding one, obviously in Constitution Hill, and that class of the rival is going to be looming in Cheltenham in March. Uh, you cannot take the superlatives away from State Man, though. He's a superb horse. Weapon. Yeah. It's hard not to love State Man. Like, he turns up every day. He just turns up every day, goes out, does it all. In a, I don't know what Daryl Jacob was doing on in Perry Pass. Or that, that horse hated every minute of being out in front there. I know they're yeah. trying something different, but geez, he hated every minute of that. And Bob Ollinger actually travelled into the race well, and you're thinking, oh, this lad coming down to the last, but like State Man just pulls away from everything. Luke. It's gonna be. He looks a different horse this year. Hopefully, he can get that bit closer to Constitution Hill. Yeah. Could you see? Could you see? I think it is gonna be close. I've just. I've got it. Last year, fucking close, right? Get closer, but he never popped from a question. So. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, where's, where's my bingo bingo? that's the weirdest thing. The weirdest thing I've ever seen is a horse beat. He's down second, having never been here. In the champion hurdle. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Boys, uh, DRF, well and truly done. Was it was there anybody who caught any in the handicaps who may have caught your eyes at? Fucking well, do you want to talk about the handicaps? Well there was there was I thought there was one in the three o'clock on Saturday anyway that really caught my eye. What Probably one that you uh yet star. Well, yeah, but no, what, race, no, what, what race was the trick of the, the Liffey Hurdle or 
On Saturday, was it? Yeah, on the Saturday, yeah. It was no, it was the fucking racing state. What's it called? It was the uh, the handicap hurdle, maximum one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the black bamboo race. Brown, yeah, Brown probably beat Brown probably beat black bamboo. Yeah. I just I thought Yates Star came uh, looking like he was going to win, but he was stopped in his run a couple of times. He's open to plenty more. There's plenty more options for that horse. Travelled into it really nicely at Nasty, and that was prob- that was um that was the first run in a kind of like a big handicap feel like that. And I was really taken with Yates Star, so that one went straight in my uh, uh, notebook. I also liked. I thought the the Brit. Can we even call a Sophie Leash horse a British raider really? Because it's a a French import, really, isn't he? Uh, you know, did it well at Cheltenham, but I thought Madara, you know, drifted over to the left. What did you say, Dak? I told you he'd win on the podcast. Yeah, you did. Told you. He was very, very good. <laughs> I told I you. I said, he, I, I said he wasn't without a chance. You'd have to no, respect did. him. <laughs> did James really give James really gave him a great ride? You know, I, you know, uh, he's only five, so there's no telling, you know, how much improvement could come from him. Yeah. One another one that. You know, you put in thing, and I, I put Luke Sauce in my tracker again. Um, good time, Johnny who jumped like a pig, but Luke thinks good time, Johnny's going where? Uh, Kim Yorts, he's one tree tree here with his added bit of tax from the English handicapper. He should leave him in nicely into the Kim Yor. Mm, Kim Yor boys. Any others deck that you came up with, or any that you saw? Handicap? No, I do not no. have much stuff back here, and uh, yeah, yeah. Couple no, of them good. now, a couple of those handicaps now where uh, my head was in my hands. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody, <laughs> there was an unlucky one, wasn't there? Ah, uh, two in a row. Uh, yeah, there was. First of all, like, I fell mm. in the bar afterwards, said, uh, I looked over and just seen you like that. <laughs> and I was like, there's a man after having his bollocks and pairs of a Lego on. That's the the face of it when you put it in your hands, yeah. Oh. I was just like... <laughs> great photograph with George and Rachel too. It was a great photo, brother. Yeah, well, she was lovely. Um, and and George is smitten. Um, hope Keith, Keith Donahue was not listening. But, hey. um, Keith had become his favourite jockey, and you know, but when he seen um when he seen Rachel, he had love heart shaped pupils. Oh, so he asked me on the way home if uh, <laughs> I I could set the I could set the picture uh, as his wallpaper on his tablet. <laughs> oh, what a guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, love that, love he's that. <laughs> oh, top man. Uh, so taking away from this weekend, I mean, hypothetically here, boys, if I gave you all a tenner to have on a horse that maybe you know for Chelsea. Uh, that you would take away from the Dublin Racing Festival this week at Cheltenham, what would it be for Cheltenham? Just a hypothetical one. I think I think myself, I'd probably side in the handicap. I think if Madara could go there, I'd, I'd probably get a bit of a, a decent price on Madara. Can I take a different angle? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I have yet to be convinced than any other horse in any of the Pertemps qualifiers so far. And I am even more convinced a carrier lane goes and wins. Mm. Okay. That is a different angle. <laughs> Richard Reggie Williams is ring. I think we're still going to have four Pertemps qualifiers. I remember one this weekend. 
And I know there's yeah. one at Haydock, and there's a few more to go. But so far, yeah. I mean, we, we lost absolute notions, um, very sadly. Yeah, um, and, the, and the Musselburgh one, the Potemps qualifier at the weekend, which was not, which was horrible. Um, but mm. that aside, from any of the qualifiers I've saw so far, I'm 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 talking myself into a, an even bigger bit. Okay, all right. Mike, would you have any? Uh, Edgar Diamond, if that turns up anywhere right, a decent, yeah. bit of decent ground, maybe eight three. Diamond, mm. deck. Um, You're not looking Diamond. in the comments, and I'm going to go with Nurburgring, who didn't turn up here. Edgar Diamond was um, a definitely catcher. Um, Mikey O'Sullivan seems to be the man to do the job for Willie. Um, jeez, uh, I, 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 I didn't know you were going to pop me that question because I, I haven't watched enough for back. I'll have to. Uh, I have a thing. Oh, where is We should also mention, I know you tweeted it, Deck, I tweeted it well about Dak. We mentioned it early before you were on. The genius that was Andrew, you know, 22-1 to 1 winner in the first and that big price winner in the bumper. You know, Jerembo and Mashan, who's unfortunately out for the season. You can put that up as well, Chris. Give us a bit of yeah. credit, will you? Sorry, sorry, Deck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you did. <laughs> but, yeah, well done, Andrew. Uh, hopefully you're watching from your bed or maybe you're asleep now. I mean, I don't uh, do... Um... Berlin. Berlin in the morning, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Cheers, boys. Uh, as always, uh, we'll come over to the racing for this weekend. Now we're going to start with the Kingmaker, which is a three-runner race of at Warwick on Saturday. Matata is short price. Pembroke and Bobali as well. I mean, Matathodon, you. I mean, before we get on to the naps uh, later, where you've put up a really scummy double, could this be one of them? Yeah, it's a really, really fucking scumbag double, to be honest with you, mate. Um, look, I hope you're not looking for any divine inspiration from me, because <laughs> you're, not, you're, you're just not going to get it. Matata finished seven lengths um, ahead of Pembroke last month at Langfield. The one that uh, JPR won. Sorry, mate. Who's Kettler's boiling there? Oh, it's the fan on this. <laughs> Thought the cat was on the stove. <laughs> I can hear that. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yes. So the Matata and Pembroke have already faced each other. They're off the same weights they are on Saturday. Matata didn't actually put in a decent round of jumping. If he jumps better, he's likely to win by more. Pembroke's last two wins have been a walkover, fun enough, when Matata was pulled out for two horse race. And entry in December when every other horse pulled up. And he could put up five pounds for that. I know you have to get put up for winning, but it was only fucking finisher. Mm. Um, if these two vie for the lead, I mean, the weather is not good this weekend. But if these two vie for the lead and try and put one another off, uh, setting the race up for Bali, for Burbali, excuse me, isn't the most outrageous thing that's ever happened. But you'd like to think Daryl Jacob has got a bit of nose and a bit of savvy, and he knows how to win this race. So, no, like I said, no divine inspiration from me here, Chris. Uh, Deck, you say you're in the green for Matata. Uh, always kind of helping you to the bit done with this race for the time I got on, Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really know what to make of this. Um, Jesus Christ. Matata. He's been beat twice since his Chase debut win. Um, last time was by JPR one, but 
He did beat Pembroke. Pembroke seven lengths to find. Uh, he got three pound that day. He's getting three pound again. Um, you can't even. It's, it's difficult to make a case. And um, the outsider. He won a match race at, at Kempton, but he's been beaten twice since. Are they all coming into this off the back of defeats? Yeah. Holy yeah. Sorry, I've muted then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh. Look, you can. There's. It's never good when it's this small, but this is Malogian, really. Um, yeah. yeah I, I hope I hope this one snowed off. <laughs> good. Doncaster was awful today. Oh, boy, you, get, you get you can have such a, you know that you can have exciting chases at at Warwick. Yeah. You know, but it's just poor. It's yeah. poor. Like, I, look, you know, you, you can knock. People tried to knock the the um. People tried to knock the Irish Gold Cup and the the, the Cheltenham Gold Cup and are turned up there. The horse had beaten them twice and turned up there. Um, who else was in the race? Like, it could you know, like, it was Grade One winners. Even the match race was was better than this. Like, this is this is poor. Yeah. Cheers, Decky Boy. I see uh, Ben Brookhouse racing has commented in the Warwick catches out any dodgy jumpers. Yeah, sure like, absolutely. Sure like that's why it, it's such an exciting place to to watch chasing. Yeah, you know those. It, it's it's like yourself and Andy say it all the time. Like, what's it five down the back? Like, bang, bang, yeah. bang. You know, it's 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 a it's it's a proper chase course. Like, you know, mm. you, you have to jump down there, but. This is it's just like to put them all coming in off defeats. Yeah, it's just poor. It's it's, it's disappointing. Luke. Just not much really to add on that. It's just a disappointing race to favour. Looks like it's gonna be yeah. I, I got the easy job there following the lads <laughs> on the harsh treatment of the race. Um like don't worry, your time's coming, we're coming to you on the next one. Oh, even better. <laughs> no, but Matadish really like it's hard to see Pembroke turn around the seven lengths and it is our horse looks the greater below these now to be honest is that dodgy Next jumpers one. have won this race before dodgy jumpers have run. who's that uh st calvados won this yep dodgy jumper oh i think that's a bit harsh i think that's yeah, bit harsh. The it is yeah, another okay. race now so he's tough dodgy you can have a dodgy jumpers like what was st calvados mm, the dodgy jumper know. I would say so. I would say so. Yes, I'd, I'd okay. say St. Calvados was always prone to being a bit um, Yeah, but uh, over exuberant. Like, see, yeah. you jump fucking fence that pace down. <laughs> we plow through it. We plow through it. He just never lifted his legs. <laughs> Imagine me, Don, and Steve in a jumps race. <laughs> <laughs> I that would think, be fucking amazing. I mean, to, to, to go against my point, I'm pretty sure Warwick is also served up to Grand National winners, so that doesn't help my point. But, yeah, um, but no, I, I know one for after one at Warwick before it went and won. Mm. Yeah, and I think there's another one. But anyway, yeah, I'm just trying to rip the ass out of very uninteresting shit. Yeah. Right? It's it's like uh -huh. it is for two miles in particular. Like it's you know not, not unlike Leperstown, right? Like you the fire down the back in Leperstown, and you know I know I'm going off topic, but let's be honest, these are a race that are boring to show you. So we can talk about something else. <laughs> 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 
my leopard's tail stands actually it's in the the middle of the straight and the back straight like you know no no you know, normally you're at the end of the straight so you get to see them down the back go the whole way and yeah. what was it it was i was it was men was it men and shack and poor yeah the tildum took off and just went fence to fence like mm. so I, i'd imagine watching racing at warwick could be like that and and you'd be hoping to come to it a two mile grey deal novice chase and, and expect to see something exciting but should it all come here off the back of defeats there's just nothing there's nothing there. there's nothing what what else donald's one for a scummy double though we'll be watching to be something what time is this i'll give you the winner at nice while this is going off okay don don switched himself off because he was that disappointed oh he's back probably <laughs> fixing his glasses there all right next one uh is the bet for exchange game spirit at newbury on saturday the 205 which sees the return of shishkin who's got an ru to his name uh that does look like a number plate doesn't it one to one ru um what's an ru one. well refused and unseats oh my god yeah yeah Protector at five to two after that, and then Hitman, who's looked to me slightly regressive. I don't know. I think he should be bigger than 14s, actually. Sam Brown, who won okay last time, now a veteran. Does he know is nine and 28 to one? Um, what do you think here then, Luke? So I did say I was coming to you first in this one. My good old buddy, old pal Shishkin in here. Um, I Kempton was a bit of a I thought he was gonna win a Kempton. Um, he was. Yeah. Well, I think you don't want to like, get them. Yeah, like it's he's 8-13 to here and he's more letters beside his name this year than he does have finishing results. Um, Like, could you back Protector at 2-1? to one? Like, he ran well the last day, but the home press was coming off a break and he didn't exactly travel through that race either, the home press, but he still fairly put him away at the same time. Um, Like, it's another odds-on favourite, small field. It's a match between the two and I'd probably just be on the side of Shishkin. Cheers, mate. Oh, uh, basically, thanks, Don, for that. I didn't realise I'd put up the wrong title. Uh, cheers, mate. Don, anything from you? I'll start with Shishkin. Um, mm. The he would have won the King George if he stayed in his feet crowd. I mean, if, if my granny had balls, she'd be my granda, but she doesn't, right? So he didn't stay in his feet, so we don't know. And I'm not. We, we could see that all day. We've done it with Brave Man's game, and Brave Man's game has been shit since anyway. So, I mean, he hasn't finished a race since he needed every single yard at the entry ball last year. Mind you, he hasn't started one of those races either. And he only won that race because, as far as I'm concerned, Ahoy Senor's jumping was poor. He should be going close if he's not winning this, right? 8-13, to 13, no chance. I'm not anywhere near that. Protector at, on the other hand, Luke touched on the second to long press last time. A horse coming off a layoff. But I, I really like him. He's a great horse. And he was giving away four pounds. Three lengths back in third at Cheltenham in December. Carrying top weight, 12 pounds. I think every other horse was carrying 10 stone something. And I'll put a line through the Betfair chase because he was keen and he jumped a couple of fences like a tree. He's admirably consistent, and for me, he's the value in here. I think Hitman, 
I mean, I don't know. I, I do not know what happened. If he doesn't turn up here, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the last race we see him run for Nichols. The backward step is polite. That horse is really fell out its ass. And maybe Nichols is keeping something back. Maybe he knows something we don't. But if he keeps this form up, I don't think he'll be with that yard much longer. Sam Brown's a decent horse, shouldn't be winning this. And does he know was 20-odd lengths behind Protector at Lingfield? Don't see any reason for that to drastically change. Look, it's a bit of a shit race, named after a legend, but Protector that for me. Dim and chest, Dick. This is actually <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this, this is actually one of the best cards of the year in Britain. You know, best Saturdays, the the, the Kingmaker, Shopia Cracker, you know, the Denman, the Game Spirit, the the Betfair Forum. Even like whatever about these two chases being shy, you went and fucked up. The, the Betfair Hurdle there by bringing in the Stateman Rule, it's just damaged the race so much. You, oh, I don't know. Is that like racing over there? No. I think she's, I agree. I think she's from other one, the King George, but you can't trust him anymore. It, he didn't, he didn't fall. Like, he, it was after the fence he made the mistake. He just, you can't trust him at all. Um, But in saying that, like, Protector out, he did, you know, he, he ran a cracker against the Han Press, but as Lugie rightly said, the Han Press kind of ran in snatches and had been off um, off the course for a long time. Protector has a month since November 22. That was probably the, that was that the, the, the best fair to hate that place. Yeah. Um, Hitman's still only eight. He's way off the, the farm of all. Like he, he was second in this last year, toward the Ryanair. He's done nothing since. Does he know it was 20 lengths off Protector at Linkfield? Toward this last year, Sam Brown's been running in veterans' chases. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it, Zach? Crazy. If Shishkin doesn't win this, like, what do you do? What do you do with him? Like, Nicky's coming out. What What did he say? He said something fucking very Nicky-ish in the paper today. <laughs> About Gallop and Deschamps, but was he drunk? <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, full of, full of cavoy, eh? uh, yeah. he, he, wants to be, he, he has to be winning this, doesn't he? Oh, 100%. he wants to go win the gold cup, yeah, he has to, yeah, look, but you that. can't trust him. That's the thing, you just can't trust him. No. What, price, what price is he? Eight to 13 on. Yeah. Yeah, leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Don, Don's fucked off. He's had enough of us. See you, Don. <laughs> He'll be back in a minute anyway. Uh, next one uh, is the Game Spirit Chase. I'm very sorry. Um, we went on from that. The Game Spirit Chase is next. Edward Stone is 7-4 to four with Boot Hill at 9-4. Editor de Geet, 7s, Fernambly, Civola, Civola, 9s. Emerald Sky and Calico round out the field. Um I noticed one person in the comments said that Edward Sean should be winning this. Um, Boot Hill is 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 no mug, would you say? Um, where is he? Let's bring him in. Don, I'm going to bring you straight into this one, the game spirit. If he's there, Don, 
He's having a problem tonight. Luke will come. Yeah. Shit. I just had the one. Hang on. Don? Yes. <laughs> Go What's for it. On? Go for the game spirit. Oh, what is it? Shit signals. I have mug uh, and that was me. Nope. Don, I'll bring you back in a minute. Uh, Luke, how about you? Who had that on their bingo card? Luke's connection was better than Don's tonight. <laughs> 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 no, not me. <laughs> Go collect. Um, yeah, listen, Edwardstone, like, if he brings his A game here, he should be winning just on the two runs behind John Bond. But I I wouldn't trust him. Like, he's 10 now. He's a rating of 162. He used to give weight away to a few of these. I'd be siding with the Tizard horse here, Amarillo Sky. Okay. Um, first runs since last year in the Clarence House when he finished fourth, finished lame that day. One, re one on reappearance last year at Cheltenham in a handicap. Went in again, won by 14 lengths the second day. Was well entitled, gone to Clarence House after that. Finished fourth, nine lengths, finished lame. Like he's 8-1 to one there. I'd rather back him at 8-1 than Edward Stone at 6-4. Boo Hill's a glorified handicapper in my eyes. Like he, He's a decent horse, but he just has that peak to him. Mm. I'd be worried about him stepping into the grade two here. Fnam Civola. Hasn't lifted a leg this year, and Calico looks out of his depth. So I'd be Amarillo Sky here at eight one, taking on the fresh horse. The I like that Luke Deck. Yeah, I, I think Amarillo. I agree with Luke. Amarillo Sky is the only bit of value in here. Um, he, he's not saying in over year he was eight lengths off Edward Stone. Look, Edward Stone, he was last of the finishers at Kempton, and he had a hard race. Like, what, what's it? Is it two mile four? Two two mile five? Two. Two, yeah, four, four, five, four. Two, four, like that was a hard range for him. For him, he hasn't. Was that? I don't know. Was that the only time he's ever ran over that trip? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like, that can take a while to recover from. Um, you, you're not used to that, and suddenly you're stretched and uh, and you're going into your reserves. You're you're running on fumes. Like that can take a while to get over. He'd been second twice to John Bond before that. Oh, look, I could see what they were trying, but. I maybe would have skipped this with him. Mm. Um, Bill Hill, his handicap wins off 149-155. At Ascot and then fell at Kempton. It's too far out to say where he'd have finished. Edgar de Guiz, um Something maybe in, in Mr. Um, He won one off 159 at Kempton. That was the race that Bill Hill fell in. He was way off Edward Stone in the Schlor. And Fernandez Civile. And Caligo, like oh, they they've beaten each other the last two times. They're they're way off this. Amarillo Sky is is definitely the value here. Um couldn't trust Edward Stone, but you have to you know trust that Amarillo Sky is fit for this as well. Yeah. Goes yeah, well fresh. We, yeah, well there you go. Yeah, well then I hadn't yeah. actually hadn't actually realised that, but I, I was, that that made me a little bit more keen. I definitely think Edward Stone. Edward Stone is definitely worth taking on. It's just you're you're looking hard, and it is Amarillo Sky that was, is the one you think would he'd be the one to to be Edward Stone if he's still feeling the last day. Yeah, lovely horse, uh, Don. Now that you're back, <clears throat> dear me, we get Don to speak, and he just goes massively. Oh. No, I don't know what it is with Don. Um, 
Something's wrong. Found. And I certainly don't what? think you want the weather that's going to happen. My back. Carry on. Did you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Amaralovsky wants this ground after a year off. It's meant to be absolutely attritional. I made it clear on the podcast. Yep. Donton's internet is completely playing up. Don Bon Run. He'll have to leave and come back again. Yeah, I don't think he was uh, anyway interested. I don't think he liked Amarillo Sky anyway. No, I don't (laughs) think he did. His face said it all, didn't it? Um, Is he going to say anything here? Come on, Don. Don? No. The chance has gone. Moving on to the bet for Hurdle now, which is the final race, the 3 15. Uh, And the talk here. Is over this mark for Ocasle de Motts, isn't it, Deck? Yeah, I've but you should be get you should be getting this uh, excited about the potential supreme horse in here. And we're not because of the change in rule, we're getting excited about this thing that we know absolutely nothing about. Um and uh, like it, it's it's very unusual that you get a horse rated higher in Ireland than an Irish trained horse right hard in Ireland and I found out about the real because I, I, I was up a bit of a, a tongue in cheek tweet earlier and um it was actually explaining pretty well that the English handicapper just multiplies it by two and, mm. and changes it to pounds. Uh one kilo is actually two point two pounds. The Irish handicapper. Look, I, I think that's lazy as fuck, to be honest. It just yeah. reassess the horse. You know, it's it's your fucking job. You know, like, oh like I I don't I don't know French farmer. Go and fucking watch it. It's literally your fucking job to watch horses and give them a fucking rating. Like, watch some fucking French racing. What else are you doing? <laughs> fucking 40 hours a week, man. Just watch some fucking races like, like we're able to come on here and look at fucking horse we might spend a few minutes looking back at farm and make a case for something you know sometimes we're fucking right but like just do your job just multiply and he's not even multiplying it by the right fucking figure he's multiplying it by two like it is fucking ridiculous and some people tried to have a pop me but like i just think dude like if he's given him 133 because he's multiplied it by two but if you multiply by 2.2 it's actually closer to 135 it's 134.6 you'd round it up to 135 that's two pound that two pound could make a difference but why does he trust the french handicapper but he doesn't trust the fucking irish handicapper or if he'd have got his mark if the irish mark was published earlier would he be running off 143 145 <laughs> but the Irish mark was published afterwards, so he's off 133 of uh, pure laziness. So I hope he wins by half the fucking track. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Looking... Tell him. I'll be taking him on. Yeah, you've already told us one in this anyway. Well, yeah, you've had one. Yeah. 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 yeah look, there's a few names. At the belly, like he's been left on the same mark for his tour in the Ladbrook, which is, is obviously really, really competitive. He's going to have a chance. Um, tell her the name. He's a point-to-point winner. Winner. He was a short-head second to Django Bay on his Reels debut. He's two wins at hunting in either side of being pulled, uh, pulled, um, pulled up in the tall work, but he, he lost his action that day. You can put a line through it. 
and he's wanted to have a chance. Duck away, beating the Great Wood off 132, beaten by a well handicapped horse. He's gone up five pound. Um, he was second to Captain Pig, trying to have a chance, but it'd be Doughty the Great for me. Uh, he was second off 131 at Cheltenham. He's only up a pound, two bumper wins, two novice wins before that. I uh, think he's going to come on. He'd be my idea of the winner here. But I also see Norman Fletcher running a, a big race in this first handicap too from Triago Hurdles. Um, yeah. Second twice. I think, think he could run a big race. But no, he keen enough and doubted the great here. Norman Fletcher is the horse that got thrown out the other day, isn't it? He was, he finished, was first past the post, but got as eventually the BHA have looked at it and they've now placed him second a few weeks, a few about a week or so later, I think. Um, Doddy the Great, though, for you, Dak. Nice one, 25 to 1 shot there. Uh, let's try Don. Is it working? Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. Anyway, Edward Stone wins, by the way. Talk a lot, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, he'll um. <laughs> surprisingly, a competitive race. Apologies if I'm repeating. Already said. Probably is it not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go for it. You're doing all right. Right, okay. Um, in post twat last two runs have been when he's fresh. So maybe the Ascot race in December came too soon for him. I think he's interesting. Tell her the name, Pen Pauling, who's been back in the winners. Has Cobden on board humped a field of six but many lands, many, many lands last time. But I'm not sure what he beat, but I wouldn't completely write him off. Lucia, for me, she's a strange horse. She's off. Uh, she's certainly the same Ascot last time. Some of her races, she seems to just pack it in and think, fuck it, I'm not winning this, so I'm not going to go for it. In a competitive race, I would be looking elsewhere. I like Altabelli. I think in the soft ground, he's better than that marker 132. He was just mm -hmm. over a length behind Lucia last time, and he gets an eight-pound swing from her. He um, That was classed as good ground that day. It's not going to be good ground this weekend. And he's been beaten by Knickerbocker Gloria Ascot in November, but was given a horse six pounds because of Tristan Darrell or whatever his name is. Um, claim. Yeah. If you watch him, he's got an action and he runs like a horse that's going to go well on this ground. So, out to belly for me. Cheers, Don. You might have missed it before, but Luke said uh, on the bingo card tonight that who would have thought that Luke's um, Wi-Fi would be better than yours tonight? I know where. Welcome to the <laughs> Scottish Highlands. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, anything from you in this? Yeah, like... She's just Willy Tinkerby could have any mountain hand, like who knows? Um, his farm, I don't think his farm is overly exciting there. When, yeah, it's like, like, Tom, Tom Gibney got one from France and he won to chase first time out for him, but he had actually beaten Morocco earlier on in his career. Like, you know, I didn't really find anything overly exciting about this fella unless Willie's done what Willie does them. Yeah, I'd seen Patrick was on talking on one of the racing channels the other day and he was talking up saying this is the plan for the year, but could you back him at 4-1? No, I'd give him a pass. 
Um, I'd be going with the second string of JPs under control with John Joe on board. Yeah, it was best first time out over course and distance when um just stopped altogether. Like um it was better out of sight. Was given a wind up since ran much better at Doncaster the last day when finished behind Ashro Diamond. She's only five. She's running off one three eight here. Like she's fourteen to one there. I like the fact that John Joe's got the ride on her. She'll be ridden quiet. I think she could be coming home strong at the end and fourteen to one I'm happy to take a chance. Just boys, just go over selections that one in that one because that was uh, quite a competitive heat. Don, you're with Altabelli. Altabelli and Luke under control. Under control deck. Daddy the Great. Daddy the Great. Thanks very much, boys. We're coming over to. I'm going to put the ticker across the bottom here now because I've put everybody's other ones this weekend going across the bottom here. Um, Dex is there, Doddy the Great there, 25 to 1. He's the sole representative this weekend. But you can see they're going across the. Um, Luke has got no less than four tomorrow at Dundalk. Um, one, is, one is a very, very big prize anyway at 33 to 1. Um, Don's coming across the bottom there, is it one at Kempton tomorrow, one at Warwick. Uh, and he's got a very scummy double. But, uh, Don, before we lose your internet connection, we're going to go to you first. Shot by tomorrow. Who? Sorry, who brought that answer to the cave? Me. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I quite like the form. I thought it looked really... I thought it was a very, very nice performance last time behind Lock Glynn. Um Do you like it, Deck? I do. Um, it's against Captain Cody, so it's a it's little... Cody's give Captain Cody um, a lot of weight. John Shinnick will take off the seven. Uh, yeah. I do like, I, I'm a big fan of Answer the Cave. Mm. I, I, I'd probably have a go on um, Ace on Saturday, but it is going to be tough. But I, now I, I love the horse, really, really like him. Um, I, I, I don't, it, it's, it's whatever. You know, Captain Cody ran the champion bumper. He, he was very good yeah. girl and was long odds on. And he's got to he give weight, him. hasn't he? And that's the big thing. He's got to give a lot of weight. Well, yeah. Uh, he, he won't well not with John it's claim in a sense no seven yeah so I think you'd have to give him a pound yeah I, I, was, I wasn't worried about that drop back in trip either because I actually thought he had the speed like for the two mile trip obviously he won really well like second time up this season and then was second again like over yeah, a little he, bit he, he was he was uh, unlucky against Walker Whispers and then yeah. Look, I don't think he'd been out placing the, the Nathaniel Lacey last week at Leopardstown. So I, I do really like him. Yeah, the farm lines are there anyway, and that was the biggest draw to me anyway. Yeah, he went in. He went into my tracker after you know that victory, you know against What's Up Darling, and straight away on that maiden hurdle. Um, and then I've just been impressed since, and I thought this looked, you know, quite winnable in the sense. And it just depends what Captain Cody turns up. You know, Captain Cody could go and hose up, but I like an answer to Keith in that one. Um, yeah, cheers. Uh, Don, go on. Your scummy double first. My scummy double first. So you wear it well in the 220 Saturday. I think it's a listed mare's race. Mm. It's short, but should win. And I've doubled that with Matata. So very scummy. Um, but I'll be having a little half cut punt on that on Saturday. Tomorrow, shot boy and the, uh, the 240. Pie, Paul. David Pie. Yes, it is indeed. Yeah, but it's they've reapplied the visor, and since they've done that, it's been first and second. 
but there is a hell of a lot in here that's got question marks against them. I think when I was looking at this, it was 71 in a race. You're still getting three places. I think you'll get a good run for that price tomorrow at 240. Mm. And what was my other one? Do your job. Yeah. The 256 at Kempton. Left Lucinda for Charlie Longsden after it won. He could for do the job. Location of the owner? Mm. I, I, I don't know. Seems harsh after winning last time out. He's only went up two pounds in a similar race. I think that horse goes close again. That's the 256 at Warwick, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, so that's three from Don. We're going to say two singles and a double. Um, Luke, we're coming over to the four from Dundalk. Um, Paul Palmer is in the chat there saying four. Come on, Luke. He wants it. He's ready. Um, go for it. Start the good old reliable sprint handicap to get us going at four o'clock. Um, musical tribute. Travelled very well in a stable debut for Keith Clark. Rob Worthy rode it that day. Finished fourth, just got a bit tired late on, I thought. Drops back down to five furlongs. Inishmo Prince, friend of the podcast, is in there. He's favourable. I think he's better six furlongs. Um, so this led's five to one there. Musical tribute. I think he'd take a bit of beating. Good Second one. It's a bit of a funny one for Dundalk. We've got a horse in the five o'clock called Next Week who started off in bumpers and actually won a bumper for Andrew Slattery. He's running a few maidens, ran an eye catch at the last day. Um, the, he's stepping up to two miles, former bumper winner. He's opened up around 520. He's into about 72. Uh, he's carrying eight stone eight. Young seven pound claimer taking seven pound off eight stone one. I think he'd go very well here. Mm. Then we have a bit of an enigma in Labelan in the six o'clock. Can be hard to win with, but he showed a return to form last time when only being narrowly beaten by informed horse comfort line who had won a few on the bounce. Three pound rise was fair. He's won off 58, he's running off 56 here. I think he could take a bit of beating in that six o'clock. And the last one is your favorite, Chris, the one at the big price. Oh, Next yeah. Week. Um, ran first handicap last week, it ran a cracker, it was keen early. It Call of God's Mark and Maidens running over further. Dropped down to a mile last time. It's just a bit keen. Paid for it late on. Big old price. Um, I think there's plenty of improvement to come from that run last week. He's around 20 to 1 there. Each way, I'll definitely be taking a chance on him. Should actually mention that that horse has seen a bit of money, shouldn't we? And well, we put it up. We When you sent it me through, 33s is around about 25s, even 20s in places now. So. Um, keep an eye on that one. The only other one that's on that list is the uh, is from me, and that's Charlatan in a really poor classified event at Wolverhampton on six. Uh, six sorry, Ford Stakes is it? Who is it? It's, I don't know what press it's going to be. What but price it's be? Char the, name oh. the name of the horse is Charlatan. Oh, Charlatan in the six o'clock um, at Wolverhampton. Um, won its last two, uh, David Simcock this time of year. I mentioned this on a live that I did the other week. Um, Don, you might have been on that with me when I mentioned that Charlton would go and win again next time out, and it duly did at Lingfield. Yep. Um, he will he'll take some beating in that one. Um, I think he's he's definitely better rated than 49 than he's got now. He now he's got he's got his act together. Simcock's in good form. That should take some beating on Saturday. Um, and along with the other one that I've already mentioned, Answer to Cave is the only ones I'll be putting up this week. Um, cheers, boys. Thanks very much for joining us again this week. 
Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank you. No boys. Uh, have a good weekend. Uh, and we'll see you all again next week. Thanks for everyone who's joined in. Um, yeah. Uh, see you Happy later. Good, luck, good evening. Bye. Good luck. Ta-da. Ta-da. All the best, boys.